I mean, I'm usually right, but that's cool. <laughs> it's not going to happen. Never, no way. Let's go back. Don't share that story. Hang on. Did I go too fast? You just jumped to purpose, which is you. You're what a visionary. I see your connection I'm- here. <laughs> Love or work. Welcome to the Love Work Podcast. This is your host, Jeff Schinnebarger. And this is Andre. Every time you start so hype, I just feel like I can never match it. Oh, I am pumped up. I guess so. This is me with my power voice on. Oh, my goodness. Okay, let's tone it down and let's talk about what I we're going to talk said, about today. I should have said, this is your co-host, Jeff Schinnerberger, and my co-host is... <laughs> That's a way better way. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, that better. Let's do that again. Welcome to the Love Work Podcast. This is your co-host, Jeff, and my co-host... Andre! There it is! <laughs> oh, my goodness. All of our listeners, whoever you are, all three of you, no, there's a whole there's bunch more. Uh, I hope I hope we're bringing the energy today. Okay, we all need a little energy. Okay. Speaking of energy, yes, I was kind of going back and thinking about when we first got married. Yeah, and some of the phrases that we heard that would really that it would it, you know this is the golden nuggets. <laughs> oh, like the catchphrases people always say before you get married. Oh, the key to marriage. The keys to marriage. I mean, if you just know these. 16 keys. However many we came up with here. If you just knew these keys and integrated them. Right. You and, are good to go. And then we realize they make no sense. Yeah. What are some of those, Andre? <laughs> well, there's a lot of them. I think this idea of like. Oh, you have a match made in heaven. Oh, that's, yeah, you are. Made in heaven. You are my match made, made in, in heaven. heaven. Um, that's a, that's kind of a catchphrase. I have heart like, eyes for you now. <laughs> <laughs> we might need to pause this here podcast for a second. Okay, what's some other ones? Uh, this is a good one. There's kind of two tones to this one. The first part is happy wife. Happy life. Yeah. And then the follow-up is, if mommy ain't happy, ain't nobody happy, okay? You know, I kind of agree, but I I do get <laughs> that that is a little silly. There is two people in this partnership. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what's interesting? So I think your happiness matters just as much. <laughs> well, what's interesting is you obviously like this one. <laughs> and it's very gender-specific. But I just said there's two people in and this partnership. Caveat there. Okay, never go to bed angry. Hang on. So happy wife, happy life actually is true. <laughs> <laughs> kind of is. It is kind of true. Uh, never go to bed angry. Oh, that worked for the first six years for us. Six years. It was a while. Yeah, we really tried hard. And then I tended in the middle of the fights to fall asleep. Oh, yeah, that never went well. If you're listening in your car right now and that was you, please raise your hand so that (laughs) makes me feel better. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Talk about uh, raising the level of anger, right? So, like, we're trying to talk it out at 3 in the morning because we can't go to bed angry, and then the boy over here falls asleep on you. So that anger level just ricochets higher. And then I'm like fuming. Deep breaths. And then we're still trying to not go to bed angry. 
Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you do gotta you do gotta finish the conversation. Sometimes. But allow yourself to just sleep. Well, and so then apparently breathe. you don't agree with that I one. I don't agree with it. What about this one? Sex starts in the kitchen. Well, I mean, if you're gonna cook for me, wait, and everything. Wait, 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 wait. That is not wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Remember, this one is I think that's silly. Uh, oh, well. Do you agree with it? I don't know because you don't really cook for me that much. <laughs> <laughs> you actually, actually, I think we're, it's always funny because if you were to ask each of us individually, we would both say we cook more. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I, I mean, literally, I cook every meal in this house. No, no. So, so let's sometimes, keep moving. Let's no, keep no. <laughs> What's really funny. This isn't a debate about cooking. Oh, it, it very much turned into. What's very funny is that I tend to ask the kids. Yeah. And what do they always say? Well, they say you cook breakfast, I cook dinner. No, they say <laughs> I I cook more. And the truth is that you don't ever quantify breakfast as a meal. I don't think it's a real meal. <laughs> so then you think it's like 50-50, but really, uh, I'm the only one that cooks breakfast. That's true. And then dinners are 50-50. So... So you cook more. Okay, moving on. I got another one. Maybe you should think about that sex. I got another one. (laughs) I have another one. People say, or maybe they just used to say it, but like this, who wears the pants in the family? Okay. I hope we both wear pants, first of all, because if one of us is always wearing a skirt (laughs) or a dress, I think that's a problem. Who wears the pants in the family? Hmm. I feel like that statement insinuates a lot of things. Hmm. A lot lot of things. Your eyes got real big on that one. Let's we'll just move on. (laughs) Moving right along. Uh, Uh, This was one we heard from someone on our team. This wasn't an old one, but it's a good one. That's what she said. That's not even a phrase. Oh, it's a phrase used very often. I know. And I guarantee, I want to see a show of hands again, wherever you are, if you've said that phrase sometime in the last year, please <laughs> raise your hand. that's not what people say about keys to marriage. Okay, another one, we just slipped is, that one in there. I found the person of my dreams. Oh. Mm. You know, I found my one. So this idea that they're dreamt up, which is a fantasy, people, fantasy. So not real. And then number two, that you like, if you don't find your one, you like miss it, miss that one. And what happens if you miss them, then you never find them again. Or what happens if it doesn't work out? I mean. Is that something you said about me? No. Oh. I never said that. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I also like. I guess, uh, I guess that's where we just <laughs> we just figured that one out. I also like uh, this idea like we're. People say when they first get married, I love everything about you. Mm. I think. Do you love everything about me? No. <laughs> Let me tell you something I don't love about you. Jeez. Oh, we're not doing that, are we? Oh, we're not doing that? <laughs> okay. What don't you love? I already know what you're going to say. What do you think I'm going to say? I have a list. I know the list that you have. <laughs> that would be. There's gas in the car. There's me not showering. There's, I mean, there's a list. Yeah, there's plenty. The shower thing. Okay. (laughs) How about this one? This is like a phrase we hear ever. You know, what are the keys to marriage? Oh, it's very easy. It's very easy. 
It's all about communication. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's what that's what it's about. It's all yeah. about communication. Right. If I had a dime <laughs> for that phrase. Do you think that communication like solves all the problems? No, it's it's all about communication. <laughs> Let me be crystal clear. It's all about communication. You know what I'm saying? We were also talking to a friend. Another one that's good is that um, they kind of believe this idea when they first got married that now you have a best friend that you get to do everything with. Right. So then you have this idea that they're going to do everything that you like to do. Right? Sure. So then all of a sudden you get married and realize that person doesn't like to do those things that you want to do. Right, but... And then what you did, you just lost your best friend? But in the end, it's it's, just, it's all about communication. <laughs> oh my so that's where we're going to land this plane. Landing it right there. Are we yeah. done? We, we came up with some good ones. We Listen, got more. If you have a good one you want to share with us, it's kind of fun. Yeah. It's kind of to, to debunk, if you will. Debunk. <laughs> debunk. The myths. The marriage. Phrases. Praise phrases. One-liner things. I'm sure we missed some. We missed a lot. And but. we want to know what they are for the sake of... All marriages. Yeah. So, so hit just, us up just, on Instagram. Yeah. And listen, it's all about communication. So if you communicate with us. <laughs> we'll, we'll put it up. We're going we're gonna to share it with others. So please <laughs> hit us up on the, on the gram, loverwork, at loverwork on Instagram. So this episode is a little different. We are not as, interviewing. As you can see already. I know. We're also not interviewing somebody today. We're mm. just going to have a little chit chat. A little oh. like. How are things going? What's going on? What's the state of the future? Yeah. So we've done our 100 interviews. Done. We wrote a book. We did that thing. We wrote a book. Done. And we also did a video series. Yeah. Yeah, it's available online at loverworkbook.com or loverwork.com. Video series you could do with your partner. Maybe gift it to them for Christmas. You know, they're very short videos. They're 10 10 minutes, minutes. Each 10 minutes. And... I think, you know, so many of us have partners that don't really read books or maybe have not read the book and you've been wanting them to read the book, but they haven't. And it's a source of maybe a little bit of tension. Easy now. Happy wife, happy life. (laughs) So I think this is a great one because you could just watch this quick video, 10 minutes. It's a quickie. Even (laughs) (laughs) Even in the car on the way to a date night. Yeah. Where then you can have a conversation about it. That is how we made this. We have six videos in this. Actually, there's seven. There's a little intro video. But topical things that, you know, you kind of hear from Andre and I, we get to kind of chit chat about some things we've learned along the way, some stories we have. After 10 minutes, it's going to instigate some conversation between the two of you. So that's available now. And there's four questions at the end of each one. Four questions. And y'all can just talk about it on your date night. Listen, we are setting you up for six successful date nights. And you know what I mean by successful. <laughs> because sex starts in the kitchen. Easy. No, I know, I know, and I believe if you watch these, you answer the questions, you and your partner will get closer together. Even if your partner is the one that hasn't read the book. Yeah, I think it's a great way to get that partner into the conversation with you. But we've been working real hard. We've been working really hard for three years. And mama's tired. Oh, yeah. Mama's tired. So what happened? (laughs) (laughs) What happened a couple weeks ago? 
Uh, well, you know, we've been doing our book launch. We've been continuing our interviews. We've been now interviewed on a lot of other podcasts and I've uh, done a lot of conferences online and all the things. And for me, it's brought a lot of joy. Yes. And for me too, truly, it's been wonderful. Uh, but I think you came at me uh, ready to have a conversation about what's next in January 2021 and what's lover work looking like. And I have not had a break in a long time uh, from both my work work, which is medicine, and then also with lover work. And I just couldn't do it. I couldn't have the conversation. Yeah. So we got in a little fight. I mean, that's what we usually do. Actually, but I don't think it was. I mean, I, I it was I, a good conversation. Yeah, I wouldn't actually. Call, I mean, we've had fights. You guys have heard about a lot of our fights, but I felt like this wasn't that. It was, hey, I, I don't know what's next because I can't process more work and more energy into something when I'm depleted. Yeah, which is we write about and talk about and. The need for seasons of purpose and seasons of rest. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you need a season of rest. Yeah. So we're going to take a little break and we wanted to share that with you today. We're going to take a little break from the podcast with new episodes. We are going to have some reruns of our the best of the best in December. Yes. And really take time to process what we hope to do with this in the future. We don't, we don't really know at this moment. Yeah. Um, and we're not going to try to promise something for the future. Yeah. Um. Yeah, if you were to ask us right now, I would be in one place and Andre would be in another. And Jeff has great visions of the future. And I have, I just need a mental health break. <laughs> yeah. So just, we wanted to give you that heads up. You're going to hear some of our best episodes we've ever had. In December. In December. And ones we've gone back and listened to in the past, which has been cool. And we want you to go back and listen to. It'll bring new thoughts to you. And the other thing that's always interesting is, it's kind of like a book. A book that you've read 10 years ago, and if you were to read it again today, you would learn something different from it. Right. Like, I think there's something really healthy about, you know, especially when it's really good information. I mean, we have podcasts three years back, so. Three years of this. Yeah. And based on the happy wife, happy life, I decided we should probably just take a little break (laughs) for a month, you know, take a little breather and and reevaluate and give us a little vision of where we're taking this next. Right. Yeah. yeah. For so that we can have that vision. Yeah. yeah. We don't know what it is at this moment. We today. literally don't. I also wanted to say that, um, you know, we've been learning and growing after this book release. And one of the things that's been a very great learning thing for me is this idea of that this uh, book and this process and this writing has I've realized that it's just a uh, learning from Jeff and I and almost just like a gift that we want to just put into the world of our energy, of our time, of our learnings. And I have learned that after you put that in the world, then you just get to release it and release all the rest of the stuff that comes with it. So to me, this uh, process has been a learning of just releasing the outcomes, right? Um, I think every day I am constantly, somebody's, how's the book launch going? How's the book doing? How's sales? And for me, it's just, I'm stepping out of that conversation and I have stepped completely out of that conversation. 
about what that looks like. Um, because if I get wrapped into outcomes, uh, I go crazy. You know, I'm like a perfectionist and all those things. So it will be too much for me. And so it's been a real good process of just releasing and letting that go. I have no idea. Book sales, numbers, I don't know anything. Um, but yeah, that's been my learning. What about you? What have you learned? Mine is directly the opposite. Um, <laughs> I, I've actually been looking at this in a different way. I, I appreciate your perspective, and it's good for me to hear that. But I think I, I have learned how interesting of a category this is, how challenging of a category this is. Um, and had many conversations with many close friends that have asked like, hey, how's the book going and all that? And, and I actually think we've done really well. We're thankful for all the people that have purchased it and that are reading it and being challenged by it and the comments and DMs we're getting, all that stuff. That's all encouraging. But to be really honest, I think what I've learned is that most people in committed relationships, the majority, and, I, and this isn't just theory, like our research showed that only 8% of all 1,500 couples that we surveyed have ever been to marriage counseling. Only mm -hmm. 8%. <laughs> Which is really, really sad. Mm -hmm. You know, like what it shows is in general, there's many people that have committed to a long-term relationship that do not invest in their relationship. In another conversation I have with a close friend, they have a very sustaining marriage. They care very deeply in their marriage. And, I, and they, they were the ones that told me, they said, we don't know the last book that we read together. On marriage. On marriage. Yeah. They've read business they've read books, other books and they've read like, other things. Specifically yeah. to bring the two of them closer together. I and, think you do a lot of reading in the beginning, right? You do it in this like premarital part. And then yeah. the beginning, you think about it. But then afterwards. And there's a handful of books that everyone is given early on. 20 in, years in ago. Marriage, of like the writing. the wedding happened. Yeah. Yeah. All books that were written about 20 years ago that are all good books, but they might not be all that timely today. Mm. Anyway, so I think it's a hard category. A lot of marriages don't make it. A lot of um, people have great intentions going into that relationship, but do not choose to invest in it long term. And that's been something sad that I've realized in this process. Mm. I think in order for your relationship to sustain, it is going to take investment. It's going to take investment in money, time, and attention. Mm -hmm. Those three things. Yeah. And we put a ton of money into our kids. Are you freaking kidding me? All the money we put into our kids from and safety, programs everything, and... to programs, to sports, to mm -hmm. violins, na you name it. We will invest everything we have in our children. But we failed to do so with our partner. Never. We don't do it. Mm -hmm. We don't put time, energy, or attention into the person that we said we loved with was everything. Was our one and only. Our one and only. The, straight from The person heaven. I dreamed of. Straight from heaven. Yeah. I mean, My it gift. was a match made in heaven <laughs> until after the wedding. <laughs> we invest a ton of money, energy, attention, and time in dating. Mm-hmm. You think about how big that industry is, Match.com, all that stuff. Think about how much money people spend to try to find the person yeah. and how little money people spend to maintain and sustain the relationship. 
So I feel like I just, just went on a rant. You did. We're not shaming anybody. So tell us, you do you feel you feel discouraged about that, or you feel hopeful in the sense that we have resources that are available for people in that way, or what do you feel now? I think what I'm realizing is for relationships to last, it, which is out of my control, it is going to take. This is even for our closest friends. Who cares who it is? It doesn't matter. They're going to have to go out of their way to invest in that friendship. And if you're listening, if you want your relationship to last, you have to do things to maintain it. Mm -hmm. Just like you do for your car. Like, if you don't get an oil change every so often, your car ain't going to make it, right? And you got to do things. I'm not trying. Yeah, you're right. I'm not trying to shame you. But on the other hand, I'm like, this is pretty low-hanging fruit, people. You got to invest in the things that you love. I'll try to put gas in the car more, honey. Well, I will, I will try to invest in that in that way of yeah. the time and effort for you. Thank you. I'm not going to go to bed angry tonight now. <laughs> oh, so I love everything about you, baby. Okay. I love you. So here's here's one other thought. If the things we've been sharing about the last three years have been an encouragement to you in your relationship, there's probably a close friend that you have that needs to hear it. Yeah. And they may not be investing the time and energy into it. So maybe you buy them a book. Maybe you send them a specific podcast that was meaningful to you. Maybe you gift them the new video series for Christmas. Yeah. So hopefully people are using it. Yes. Well, we are so thankful that you have been with us on this journey. It's been three years and we can't believe it. And we have released a podcast every single week for over three years for three years and now we are taking a break and so we thank you for your love for your support and you will hear from us again hopefully we'll see (laughs) and that's another episode of love Love or or work was recorded by our favorite Matt Owen for Soul Graffiti Productions. <laughs>